Should we send her? Me, 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 me. Me, me. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about... Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Chris Paul was making fun of James' man boobs in practice. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. I don't even know where you're sitting at. But. <laughs> I believe this is getting a bit silly. Welcome back to Slam Drunk. I'm Michael H. The H stands for how the fuck are we going to drink all this beer today? Westner. I'm Drew. Has a normal name, Hernandez. That seems kind of pointed. <laughs> uh, but anyway, welcome back to episode seven. Just kidding. You haven't been on episode seven yet. Welcome back to Slam Drunk. This is episode seven for the first time. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. Housekeeping. <laughs> on to you, Mike. <laughs> National Geographic. Um... This week, we got an untapped. If you don't know what that is, it's an app, a social media app uh, dedicated to alcoholism, but through being social. Uh, That's their official tagline. They're not a sponsor. Anyway, if you want to keep up with the beers that we drink as we drink them and see the reviews that we give each time, if you didn't listen and take notes like you should be doing, feel free to follow us at slam underscore drunk underscore podcast. Also relative to housekeeping, I will now be keeping a house as I am now a homeowner. This is not a funny little bit segment thing we're doing. I bought a house with Vicky, my girlfriend, and it's a good time. I'm recording in my basement right now. It's still a little musty. I'm not a great cleaner, and it's a little bit warm because there's not electricity down here, so I may or may not be causing a fire hazard by daisy-chaining extension cords from my kitchen down into the basement. Anyways... In other news, also related to the house, I am currently selling or making an effort to sell all of the TVs that I accumulated in my senior year of college. Most of you know about them. If you don't, send us an email at slamdrunkpod at gmail.com and we'll send you a short story about how I accumulated way too many TVs. However, all of them were put to good use. Mike, go ahead and shit on me. Sure, I won't shit on you for the TVs because I have already numerous times. And according to the videos and photos I've seen, you have a really nice Chargers-themed paint selection. So good for you. What I will shit on you for is the fact that you lost to me in fantasy. If you didn't know, we're actually in two fantasy leagues altogether, uh, August, Drew, and I. So that's I don't I'm not good with math. I think that's at least 12 times to shit on each other. But anyway, I beat Drew, so he's going to listen to something that I prepared for him. Drew's a cuck part two dot mp3 oh there's so much build up Thirty seconds. It's been thirty seconds. 
here it comes. It's like we're going up the roller coaster for a really long time, and then here comes Mike calling me a cuck. Those are literally the only three words in the whole thing. So, I mean, it wasn't terribly difficult to figure out, but I'm still a little bit proud of myself. I thought it was pretty clever. Usually it's one word. I, I turned it into three. All right, should we move on? Okay. Today on Slam Drunk, we have a very special treat. Nathan Kovacs, an all-star Slam Drunk listener and friend from college, is a big fan of beer, although not so much sports, but we'll, we'll try and change that. He has sent us a variety pack of beer from his home state of Massachusetts, which we could not appreciate more. So instead of drinking the usual three beers before we record and the three more during, we are instead going to drink a new beer for each segment and review them as we go along. Nathan will be walking us through each beer and its description along the way. Nathan is an amazing photographer, and you can find him on Instagram at Dr.SharkHugger. And he just released a poetry book called Words I've Never Gotten to Say. Go ahead and check it out. And now, here's Nathan. Hello, guys. Thanks so much for having me on the pod. Although I do not know much about sports, I do love beer. My name is Nathan Kovacs, and I'll be your beer connoisseur for this episode. Let's crack one open and get started. The brown brick brought breakfast to Brian's broke brother, Tabitha. The Zodiac Killer zibbity bobbity zooty da uh, There are frozen people under Disney World. I guess we... Are we... Okay, we're here. We're going to get into it this week with a little segment called Shotgun. Could it be? It is out of here! The first beer we have today is the Loop, Swoop, and Pull. This IPA is brewed with mosaic and citra hops with a balance of oats and milk sugar for a creamy body. This beer can be found in Marlboro, Massachusetts at the Lost Shoe Brewery. Nathan, sorry about this. I'm sure it's delicious if we would actually take the time to drink it slowly, but we want to get real drunk because we didn't drink before the pod. Nathan, this still might be really good. I'm like 50-50 on like oat-type beers. Like if it's like a milky oat, milk toast kind of beer, uh, those are usually like 50-50 for me, but I trust you. This is a big, cold beer I'm about to put in my body in like less than like three seconds. This is a full pint, 6.5. It sure is. We, we are shotgunning a, a pint of beer here. This is like, if we were, because this is the oat milk thing or whatever, it's like we're shotgunning a fucking Ben and Jerry's right now. Ah, uh, nice. New England reference. I know where that is regionally. Okay. Yeah. Are you... I thought they were in Vermont. Is Vermont New England? Yeah, I think. Somebody who listens from Vermont, not going to name any names, but you know who you are, send us some um, beer from Vermont and we'll tell the listeners where Vermont is. Also send a map. How many states are a part of New England? It's bullshit, man. There's like six of them. Okay. Are you ready? I am uh, rubbing my little bubble so it doesn't blow up on me or any of my uh, several bits of sports memorabilia I keep in here. I'm in a bathtub. I'm in a basement. Mike, do you always film from a bathtub? That's for me to know and for you to never find out. Is this a tough can, or am I just being a bitch? No, this is a very tough can. Ah! I got it. Oh, I thought we were cracking it at the same time. Hold on. 
Oh. Oh, God! <laughs> it is all over my laptop. Let's do this quickly. I got to clean up. Oh, fuck. All right, I'm just starting. Fuck you. Yeah, okay, bye. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my God. Holy shit. This is a really good... <laughs> oh, my God. My arm is soaked with oat milk. That, I mean, it, it, like, for the size of hole I put into it, I don't think I could have gotten more on me. Oh, my God. I'm, gonna, I'm simply going to have to shower after this. It's like, it's in my, <sighs> like, I'm just going to smell, but the whole smell of this episode for me is going to be, oh, if you go back and watch the film, uh, you know, I had a, a good, well, I guess you probably can't see it, but my throat was, was going, okay? I probably had, like, Six good pulls. As I saw in a TikTok, you took us to the Burlington Throat Factory. I didn't come up with that one. This is a podcast of lies. Oh, God. All right, let me wash my arm. Some of you may be wondering, is it possible to review a beer for the first time if all you did was shotgun it? And I'll tell you now from experience, yes, you can review a beer based off of just shotgunning it. I can tell that that beer was much more light than I thought it was going to be, um, especially with as, as quickly as we took it down. But for an oat, like very milky, advertised kind of IPA oat beer, went down pretty easy overall. And honestly, it tasted good. It, it didn't sting on the way down. It was still smooth. Um, Nathan, thank you for my oat in the throat experience. How do you expect me to talk after you say oat in the throat? You know, I'm just going to forget it. I was going to say it was a lot sweeter than I expected, but that that's fine. That makes much more sense. Are we ready to get shitty? We have like four more questions, Mike. Should we just skip the rest of the show and shotgun these four tall boys? Sure. I don't think that was the proper tone for that. I don't like you guys anyway. <laughs> Half of my burps sound like horror movie sound effects. Happy October. I I'm wet. It's it's like I sat on like the least wet seat you can sit on in like Splash Mountain. Like you're still gonna get wet. In honor of our Massachusetts variety pack, it's time to crack open beer number two. Oh. Spin a wheel and shit on a nondescript region of the continental United States that breaks geographic norms to claim multiple sports teams. While our magical wheel is spinning, let's listen to Nathan describe beer number two. The next beer is Hindsight. This beer is described to have restrained bitterness and unrestrained hop flavor and aroma. This is definitely my favorite beer at Timberyard Brewery in East Brookfield, Massachusetts. It looks like the magical wheel and all of its wonders have landed on all of the New England teams. Wow, what a coincidence, Drew. Would you believe that? Wow. I mean, every single team in New England, whatever area that is, I'm still not sure. But for it to land on all of those, I mean, how absolutely crazy. Let's get started with the Boston Red Sox. Joining us for this segment today is August the Doggest Dictor, who really, really wants to shit on the Red Sox. We have a rule on Slam Drunk that if August wants to come and join us on a segment, he has to take a tequila shot for each beer we've had up to that point. 
So we're on number two. Uh, August, I think you have to take two, even though we've only finished one. Hey, everyone. I'm drinking some tequila. Give us more than that. What kind of tequila are you drinking? Where did you get it? What shelf was it on? El Tesoro. And it was on Anchuli's nice tequila shelf. Shout out, Anchuli. It's a sipping tequila, I believe, but that's not what we do here on Slam Drunk. Shotgun the whole bottle of tequila. I think it could be a little bit fuller, but... Yeah, well, it's, it's a pretty, pretty big glass. There goes number one. That looks bad. One more. Put the water down. It's been a while since <laughs> I've taken the tequila shot. Oh, there he goes. I am here to get shitty on the Boston Red Sox and their terribly racist fan base. The Red Sox organization has even admitted that their fan base is racist. Tory Hunter, one of the most fun baseball players for me to watch as a child, and just, you know, he glides across the outfield. He makes it seem like he's in the meadows frolicking away. He's amazing. Tory Hunter himself said that, quote, he did everything he could not to go to Boston in his almost two decade long career and even had a no-trade clause to the Red Sox inserted into every single contract he's signed. He said that he's been called the N-word in Boston 100 times by everyone from grown-ass adults to children with their parents right next to them. Fuck the fans. Fuck the people of Boston. In 2019 alone, there were seven fucking reported incidents of fans using racial slurs at Fenway, and that was just what was reported. Even future Hall of Famer Red Sox pitcher David Price Someone who's on that goddamn team said that he's been taunted with racial slurs. And this isn't new. The Red Sox have been a shithole forever. Tom Yawkey, what the fuck name is Tom Yawkey? Tom Yawkey, the businessman who's the sole owner of the Red Sox for an MLB record-setting 44 seasons, had a chance to purchase the contract of 17-year-old Negro League player by the name of Willie Mays. But he and racist-ass general manager... Joe Corden rejected the move. Willie fucking Mays, the say hey kid, veteran, who was one of the best players to ever play the game. So fuck you, Red Sox. Fuck your fans. I'm sorry, Landon, but I'm not sorry. That was a lot of good energy. All right, Mike, do you want to introduce our next New England shitty team? Next up, we have the National Hockey League's Boston Bruins. The what? Mike, the next team that we have are the Boston Fuck You Celtics. I know that, you know, you have a, a long history with this team, so, you know, please just go ahead. I do. Thanks, Drew. Yeah, I hate the Boston Celtics, as many of you know. I'm a Philly fan, uh, but first of all, I'm a Sixers fan. I would cut off the majority of my toes. How many do I have? Ten? I, I'd cut off six toes to see a Sixers championship before I turn 30. That's a lot of toes. Uh, One of the things standing in the way of that is the Boston Celtics. Beyond my own affiliation with the Sixers, the Boston Celtics are just objectively the worst fucking team in the NBA. They have a lot of the the Red Sox fans' tendencies. Makes sense. They're both Boston teams or New England teams, whatever the fuck you want to call them up there in that region. They had, up until earlier this week, the most championships in the NBA. The thing is, they won the vast majority of those championships when there were only nine teams in the NBA – Their best player of all time, Bill Russell from the 60s, probably the GOAT defender in all of pro basketball. He was one of the first black superstars in the NBA and experienced so much racial injustice in Boston that during his Jersey retirement at the end of his career, he personally requested a closed door ceremony so that none of the Boston fans yelled at him. Their own player who brought them 11 championships, nine straight, 
So if you remove those because the Boston fans were fucking cucks during that period, they only have six championships. That's not that many in the grand scheme of things for a team that dominated during uh, a time in the league when there weren't that many players, there weren't that many teams, and not that many cities cared about it because college ball was still number one, I think, at that point. The Celtics fucking suck. Their color scheme is, is boring. I don't care if it's tradition. It fucking sucks. Your parquet court is stupid. Uh, Larry Bird is your most famous player, and he fucking decided to coach Indianapolis. So fuck you. He didn't even want to be with you guys for that long. Kevin McHale's a cuck. You milk the 2008 championship too much. It's not a dynasty. You won one championship since like 1987, so I don't want to hear it. Thank you for your expert analysis on the shitty Celtics, Mike. Thanks, Drew. My, my face is, is red. All right, next up, we have everyone's favorite New England Patriots. Well, well, well. If it isn't the New England cheating Patriots, probably cheating Patriots. All right, let's get shitty on the New England Patriots. I mean, what is to like about the New England Patriots? Yes, they've been successful, but they've been successful to the point that football is boring. If I have the choice of watching the Patriots play anyone – or pretty much any other team playing anyone else. I'm going to watch the other team because, like, you don't pick against the Patriots. It's no fun to watch the Patriots because you assume that they're going to win, which sucks, <laughs> especially – oh, lots of, lots of spaghetti burp in that one. It's hard to say they win too much, but they're just – they're a fucking boring-ass team to watch. They've made the NFL boring. They've won too many championships, cheating or not. Bullshit rules, bullshit calls, the tuck rule. <laughs> Breaking news, Becca in our other fantasy league just dropped Julian Edelman from the New England Patriots. Julian the cuck Edelman for Jamison Crowder of the New York Jets. Why did she pick him up? Fuck you. That's why. Uh, Next, Bill Belichick, like easily top five on my list for someone who's probably the Zodiac Killer right alongside Ted Cruz. Next up, Tom Brady kisses too many people on the lips, especially children. Really weird, really unsettling. He's old. He's written a couple books. I would never read a book by Tom Brady. Fuck you. Your general manager is once again an old white guy who probably got away with contributing to human trafficking pretty directly by getting a fucking hand job in a massage parlor in a mall. If I ever was someone rich enough to own a fucking football team, you would not find me in a mall much less in a massage parlor at a mall, much less getting a hand job from anyone that I had to pay for. You stop. New England also, we touched on this earlier. I don't know what the area is. I don't know what states it includes, what states it doesn't include. And also you lost the Super Bowl to Big Dick Nick. And then Tom Brady wouldn't shake his hand. So fuck you, Tom Brady. Courtesy fuck you to the Bucks by association. Oh, yeah. Big Dick Nick beat them in Super Bowl 52, which was really cool. Objectively, he shouldn't have done that, and you suck for letting it happen. And he also did it again for the Bears this past week. And again, Tom Brady wouldn't shake his hand. So that's double-cocked. Triple-cocked, if you include Drew stuff. So fuck you, Tom. And by association, the Buccaneers as well. Fuck you, Tom. Kiss on the lips, Brady. I understand the whole COVID thing, but one, you're probably not the type of person that would take it seriously anyways. You're in Florida. You play football. You're a middle-aged white guy who has a lot of money. I don't believe that that's what you're worried about. And last thing to shit on the New England Patriots and New England sports teams in general is Cam Newton, who I personally like, but now he's affiliated with the Patriots, and I am boycotting him for the moment. Tested positive for COVID this week, which probably means that the Patriots have other players that will or have tested positive as well, which means more delays in the NFL season, and fuck all of that all around. Fuck you guys. Wear a mask. 
This is Hindsight, a New England IPA by Timberyard. Uh, I don't like this one as much as the last one, although I only experienced the last one for about three seconds. This one is too citrusy. It's too hoppy. I also burnt my my mouth earlier on a stew, so that might be why my taste buds are a little wacky. Uh, I was trying to carbo-load about 30 seconds before the podcast, but I don't like the taste that this thing is putting in my body. 10 out of 10 for the can, though. Great packaging. Nathan, you, you chose five beers with exceptional branding. Very good points there, Mike. First of all, congratulations on the stew. I love every opportunity that I have to eat stew. So good for you. I'm sorry if you burned your mouth on that. Second, uh, I'm okay with this beer. I'm, I'm someone who generally I would, I would say I enjoy IPAs. I, I definitely don't avoid them or anything. However, this one has nothing really that stands out to me. It, it, is, it is good or at least good enough. Like I, I wouldn't not drink it, you know, like a fucking Bud Light or something. Fuck you, Bud Light. But this is just, I feel like this is very stereotypical IPA. If you told me, hey, imagine what an IPA tastes like. And just like that kind of general idea you come up with your head, that's exactly what this tastes like. Like nothing really stands out from it. But I mean, you know, it's an IPA. It's still good. I mean, it's, you know, probably uh, five, six out of 10. All right, I'm, I'm cooking up Thunderstruck right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was in a bath, by the way. I was in a shower. Anyway, now it's time to play an old favorite drinking game from college. Thunderstruck. Whoa, 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 Am I on here? Is how the game works? Drew, I can see the drunk in your eyes while you're finding the script. In case you're a fucking pleb and have never played, or underage, and have never played Thunderstruck, here is how the game works. We play ACDC's Thunderstruck, and one of us has to chug our beer until the word thunder is sung in that sexy Brian Johnson falsetto. When that happens, it's the other one's turn to chug until Thunderstruck is very centrally whispered in our ear once again. All while we pray we don't get sued for copyright issues, which if you are having trouble with our copyright policies and blah, 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 please email augustdictor at gmail.com. Before we start, our buddy Nathan, who sent us this beer very gracefully, very quickly, and very professionally, will describe our next beer. We have another beer called Sista Sista. This New England style IPA is more on the sweet side because of the flavor of peach and pineapple in it. Sista Sista can be found at the Cold Harbor Brewery in Westboro, Massachusetts. For those at home wondering, this is an 8.0% IPA. Mike and I are getting drunk in our respective basements and bathtubs tonight, and we're having a good time. This is 8%. Nathan, you fucking saucy dog. Man, you really don't want me to wake up tomorrow. If I were someone sending us beer, I would also send very high percentage ABV beers. Uh, I think we do our best work when we are spitting all over the place, spilling beer on our laptops, drinking beers in our bathtub because we're too messy. I think that's the situation we need to be in to be at our peak. If you're someone who wants to send us beer, please contact slandrunkpod at gmail.com and we'll give you our mailing addresses. Official video, ACDC, 800 million views. Should we do a jersey shot? Fuck, a jersey swap? Maybe, I'll, should I order a custom slam drunk pod jersey? 
<gasps> we should. Oh my god. I guess the biggest no, part. Wait, Mike, who's going first? You or me? Let, fuck, they said it twice. Let me drink. No, they haven't said it yet. They're saying thunder right now. No, they're not. They just said it. For the audio deaf. Hand signals. I'm going to throw up. This is like thick and chocolatey. You might. It's Mike going right now. I have no idea what this guy's saying. Oh, fuck. Oh. There's so much gas built up in my body, dude. I'm going to pop. Uh, for New England, just kidding. You're a fucking bunch I'm of I'm physically ill. I'm physically ill. Oh, my God. I can't breathe. I feel like I'm underwater. Like, this is a... Oh, it's my turn. Mm-mm-mm. Mike gets the long part, I think. I think that's where we're at. Oh, my God. I, I should have eaten so much more spaghetti. My lips uh, are burning. Drop Carson Wentz, Mike. It, he's not good for you. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Uh, ever since he had sex, dude. He's just worse. Oh, is this the guitar solo? Oh, God. Oh, it's like chocolatey and stuff, man. Drew got the long part. I'll just tell you that this is... I actually can't. I physically cannot. This is not how this game is supposed to work with only two people. Oh, my God. Uh, Why did I say yes to this? Was this my idea? Uh, This was my idea. Oh, fuck. If I could punch myself from six days ago, I would. Is it my turn? No, it's still my turn. If I could punch you from six days ago for saying yes to this, I would. Uh, My turn. Oh, holy shit. Is it possible to get the meat sweats from beer? I simply can't drink through this again. I physically cannot. Oh. oh my god. My throat is tightening. Oh. Holy shit. Oh my Fuck. god. Our, our producer is telling us to talk more. Uh, our if sound you follow engineers. Follow me on Twitter at achernandez 17 I was wrong about Justin Herbert. He's been really good. You can go back and dig up my old tweets. Um, thunderstruck. I'd like to make a formal apology to the Miami Heat fans that I told were stupid for thinking their team could go to the finals. They went to the finals. Uh, I won't apologize for calling you guys cucks on the internet. <clears throat> you were being cucks, okay? And you deserved it. Mike, what's your favorite movie theater snack? I really like... Oh, I'm going to throw up when I say the name. Oh, my God. I really like those... Um, 
those like popums or fucking the chocolate thing. They're like the the crunch, bunch of crunch, bunch of crunch. That's what it's called. Oh fuck, dude! The thought of eating one just. I think the dill pick is underrated. Anyways, let's go back to Sista Sista from Cold Harbor Brewing Company. Um, I mean, from a from a personal perspective on beer drinking and my physical status, I don't know if I can give this beer a very good review right now. I, I feel ill. I probably should have brought a trash can down here. Uh, if you don't know, we just listened to Thunderstruck for four minutes and 43 seconds. And if you were drinking along with us an 8% IPA that really tastes like an IPA, you're probably throwing up wherever you're listening to our podcast. Hopefully it's not in your car, which is where I listen to podcasts. But woof, Mike? I'd, <clears throat> I'd like to make a formal apology to my future self, uh, Mike, of Thursday, October 15th, seven o'clock a.m. Eastern. I'm so sorry I did this to you. It was easier to shotgun. I wish we'd shotgun this beer because this just dragged it out. It was four minutes of Thunderstruck, man. Uh, I definitely would have enjoyed anything more than this, including Capital Punishment, so I think I would have enjoyed it more if I hadn't been Thunderstrucking. Uh, it's also in one of those cans it's really hard to open, so you've hurt my fingers as well as my feelings. Would you rather... <sighs> would you rather shotgun a beer... It's not going to be a good beer. Shotgun a beer or Thunderstruck a beer? Uh, uh, shotgun. Shotgun 10 out of 10 times. Uh, but if I could go with secret option C, I think I'd funnel a beer before either. Shout out Pio. Uh, he had me funnel a full rum and Coke one time in the Delta bathroom in college. I didn't feel that thing go down my throat. Uh, but suddenly, I was at Flamingos. I'm not quite sure how I got there. So, shout out, Pio. Yeah, Mike, I, I agree. I think picking the fast way is much better. Uh, you and I have shotgunned plenty of beers in August off of specifically Omega Balconies when we were of age. I prefer the shotgun over the funnel. I think that's mostly because the two drinks I remember ever funneling are Jungle Juice and a Fort Loco, so I have a, a poor view of funneling. Sista Sista, I think shotgunning you would have been better. I think the oat one would have been easier to drink while we were thunderstrucking. I don't think you are a sipping very quickly and for a long time kind of beer. I think that I would eat you with like some kind of fry in like an aioli sauce or something. Yeah, something similar to like a little higher class than a Buffalo Wild Wings. Drinking out of a pint glass, I think I would like you better. I think you're better with food. I, uh, I don't have access to food right now. August won't let me out of the basement. That's what I have. Oh, did we have to drink another beer? Let's take a water break. Let's take a water break. You guys uh, clearly need water. I got to use the restroom, man. I feel Everyone like... Everyone get a glass of water. I'm not going to drink water, but I'll eat a popsicle and I'll keep drinking this beer. I'll take another tequila shot. Do it. Now time for August's favorite segment, Meet a Mascot. But before we meet our mascot this week, Nathan is going to describe beer number four for us. Next up is Felton Fancy. This double IPA is hazy, hoppy, and has a smooth tropical taste. It is quite the flagship beer of Ground Effect Brewery in Hudson, Massachusetts. Oh, Nathan's describing. 
Thank you, oh. Nathan, and your hot dogs, if related. We love Nathan's hot dogs and also Nathan Spears. All right, back to me to mascot. Lucky the Leprechaun from the Boston Celtics has been their mascot for over 50 fucking years. Stupid Lucky. Before we start this segment, we'll let you take a stab at, is this 50-year-old mascot probably outdated? Insert Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. The answer is yes. This guy's fucking incredibly outdated. Look at his picture. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Their website says that Lucky is not your typical leprechaun. I don't know what the fuck that means. But he also has the same exact name of the magically delicious Lucky Charms leprechaun. And one of his favorite foods is Lucky Charms. That sounds like collusion to me. Or just incredibly unimaginative writing by whoever the fuck manages the non-dinosaur mascots in the NBA and all of their bullshit ridiculous stupid unintimidating people that they choose to be mascots and stuff mike wow what a what a fascinating group you just pulled out of your ass um i was gonna say it sounds a lot like this dog i met when i was in third grade his name was lucky and he had three legs and one eye because he was hit by a car um lucky the leprechaun you don't do nearly enough justice to the name that lucky brought me as a nine-year-old and you fucking suck for it on your fucking stupid Celtics bullshit racist website. It also says that your best friends are the Celtics dancers. Well, open your eyes, Lucky. They aren't really into you. They just work with you. You're a gross old man with long ass sideburns and a cane. Do you think any fucking good looking Celtics dancer from the Boston area or all of New England, because apparently that is synonymous with Boston is going to want you You probably have a leg problem. Maybe you're a veteran, in which case, thank you for your service. But you're probably a veteran from some Irish war. So I'm not technically obligated to thank you for your service. Also, you have bad shoes. Your, your shoes suck. I like your pipe, though. When August Googled Celtics dancers with Lucky, no pictures of the two popped up. And we all know if you Google something and it doesn't pop up in the first, like, 20 seconds of what you're looking for, it's not true and it doesn't exist. So, Lucky the Leprechaun, you're a fucking joke. Every pair of best friends ever has pictures online together, like Jordan and Scotty, or Dennis Rodman and Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un, or even President Trump and our aforementioned cuck, Jeffrey Epstein. Did we previously mention him as a cuck? You did talk about... Oh, I'm sorry. I got my pedophiles confused. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, we did not talk about. We talked about the owner of the New England Patriots, also a cuck, for the same reason. Robert reasons, Kraft. Yes, Robert Kraft and Jeffrey Epstein, both old white guys that I've seen on the internet a lot lately who definitely took part in some sort of trafficking. Yeah, it's Robert Kraft of Kraft Mac and Cheese slash Kraft Mac and Children. Anyways, why is it okay to have a mascot of an Irish bloke? I mean, the guy's pretty stereotypical. He's just wearing green. If you look at his outfit, he has a, a cane made out of – what the fuck is that? Just a tree branch. He looks like he just broke off. The basketball is very outdated. It looks almost like a pepperoni. And he just has, you know, little 
clovers all over him. They're not even four leaf clovers. They're not even lucky. And his name is lucky. One bullshit Two, a little bit racist. We probably in general just should avoid having groups of people as mascots. Why, why do we choose groups of people as mascots when we have such fucking awesome options like dinosaurs? God fucking damn it. Seattle just took the Kraken. No one thought of the Kraken before Seattle of all places. Like that's all I have. Mike, go ahead, please. I was just going to say uh, I'm pretty upset that the hockey team in Seattle did not choose the fan sponsored GoFunded me. What is the past past for, for GoFundMe? GoFundMe? GoFunded me. They were gone funded for uh, Rain City Bitch Pigeons, but they didn't choose that. Boston Celtics, uh, you racist fucks. I think that it would be in all of our best interests if you change your name to the Boston Rain City Bitch Pigeons. Also, there are Irish communities in every city in the Northeast of the U.S., if not all of the U.S., you fucks. So it's not even specific to Boston. There's nothing cool about it. Um, Lucky's a pedophile. Just kidding. He's probably not. But Anyway, thoughts on this beer? I haven't drank that much of it. Uh, ironically, it's all green, and it's called Felton's Fancy. Oh, oh, every sip, I come closer to vomiting. Nathan, what have you done to me? Oh, and thank you for whatever you've done to me. <laughs> Nathan, we haven't been the most positive about these beers, specifically the Sista Sista. This one is, is better for sure. But thank you again for sending us these beers. I'm really drunk. <clears throat> I know Mike's really drunk. How do you say it like you know it? Huh? continue nathan thank you for getting us so drunk whether or not we rate the beer as one of the better beers or not doesn't really matter because at the end of the day this beer was sent to us courtesy of you very free through you know the united states postal system which i'm drunk i'm in my basement you did this for me. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to get to our next fucking giant can. I like that you named a beer after a street. Felton is a, is a good name for a street. It sounds Irish. From the Ground Effect Brewing Company, somewhere realistically in the New England area, wherever the fuck that is, comes the Felton's Fancy Double IPA. And if you're thinking, hey, one IPA isn't enough for me in a single can, get the double from Felton's Fancy 7.7 ABV. No one knows what the what that acronym stands for. 16 fluid ounces. I can't measure an ounce, but I know this is a good amount of beer and a good looking green can with a silhouette of someone probably from the Mary Poppins movie. And it's pretty good. And I'm definitely going to finish all of this. And uh... let the court record show that the recipe I made for stew was called Chicken Delight, and while there was chicken in the recipe, I do not feel delightful. Wow, I'm drunk as tits, but I'm ready to go to the next segment. You fucking pleb. Okay, I'm gonna pour myself another shot just for you, baby. Welcome to a new segment that we have called The Second Life. Number one, athletes are notoriously athletic, and believe it or not, many of them can do more than one athletic thing. Number two, in this segment, we are going to quiz each other on athletes that could have gone pro in other sports than the ones that they did. But before we get into that, here is Nathan to describe our last beer. 
The last beer we have is the Blonde Beer from Rapscallion Brewery in Sturbridge, Massachusetts. It is a Belgian-inspired golden ale brewed with coriander and orange peel. It is sweet and citrusy, yet it also has some spice to it. Uh, Thank you, Nathan. Fuck. Say it again. Thank you, Nathan Kovacs, otherwise known on Instagram as Dr. Sharkhugger. Now we'll be moving into the questions portion of our quiz segment. Mike, what's your first question for me? Which quarterback dunked on a Duke point guard in a one-on-one game, but was told not to come to any Duke games in the future because he was considered a jinx to the team? Bonus, just a hint for you, the jinx title would follow him later to the NFL. Um, I mean, I guess the only player, the only player in the NFL that I know is from Duke is Daniel Jones, the quarterback of the Giants, but that's way too recent. So I'm going to go with someone else. I'm going to go, I literally have no idea. Uh, I'm going to go Nick Foles because he has a big dick and, you know, probably hangs out at white people universities like Duke and is tall enough to dunk on someone. That's the information that I have. Nick Foles. For what it's worth, that is a great answer. Uh, but Nick Foles is more of a spot-up shooter. It was Tony Romo from the Dallas Fuckboys. Tony Romo dunked on someone? <clears throat> what? Santo- San Antonio. Oh, stupid. Uh, San Antonio for 200. What San Antonio Spurs player was destined to swim in the 1992 Olympic Games, but his dreams were crushed when a hurricane destroyed the only Olympic-sized pool in St. Lacroix, Virgin Islands? His fear of water following the hurricane kept him from ever going in the water again. He has not taken a shower uh, since. Tim Duncan, power forward, first overall pick, 1997. Fuck you. I love that stat because if the Sixers had gotten the lottery right and gotten number one the next year, they would have had Allen Iverson and Tim Duncan instead of Allen Iverson and fucking Sean Bradley. But no, Tim Duncan had to swim during a storm. So fuck him. Just kidding. I really respect him. Anyway, what Olympic athlete and avid soccer enthusiast was pranked on April 1st when the Metro Soccer Club offered him a fake contract to join their club? I will give you a hint again. He couldn't run to this opportunity any faster. What the fuck kind of riddles are you giving me? This isn't even a question. This is a riddle. He couldn't run to the opportunity any faster. Guys, is he in a wheelchair? Is that what you guys are leading? No, oh my God. He's an Olympic athlete, not a Paralympic athlete. Shout out Paralympics, but I would have said that. I view them in the same light, Mike. He was an avid soccer enthusiast. Well, I guess that doesn't mean he played soccer. No, he was offered a soccer contract. He would need his feet. Okay, I, I feel like I'm getting more ableist. He couldn't run to the opportunity any faster. (laughs) I know you're putting an emphasis on that, but I don't know what it means. Run fast, run fast. Usain Bolt is the only other person I can Correct. Wow, you got it with (laughs) no hints. What a strange thing to ask me. (laughs) Next question. Michael, this controversial football player, I know, could be anyone, was drafted by the Colorado Rockies in the 30th round, but had not even played baseball since he was in the eighth grade. 
August was actually reading buddies with his daughter when he was in eighth grade. That is such a giveaway. He's controversial, and his daughter was August reading buddy. It was Michael Vick. I've never heard August talk about this. What? How the fuck? Collusion. Collusion. I will say that is the Quaker connection. That was like the second thing August ever told me after he saw that I had a Westtown school backpack because we went to Quaker schools in the Philadelphia metro area. People who I didn't expect to receive a Quaker education. Michael Vick's daughter for 500, please. What well-rounded athlete wanted to play both basketball and football in college was forced to pick basketball, but ended up signing a contract to play football with a beloved slam drunk football team. Are you saying with a beloved slam drunk football team? So someone like a team that is beloved by someone on the slam drunk team? Is that okay? Okay. That's much more clear. I have a very clear answer to this. Clearly we're talking about the now LA previously San Diego chargers. And we are talking about hall of fame, future hall of fame, tight end Antonio Gates, who went to Kentucky state and every game you ever fucking watched him play. They said, did you know he played basketball in college? Good job. All right. <laughs> Mike, this future yes. Hall of Fame, this future Hall of Fame MLB player who played on the Rockies and Cardinals was sent a letter in high school by the Kansas City Chiefs urging him to continue playing. By the time he graduated high school, he was rated the third best quarterback in the country upon graduating high school. Maybe one day on holiday, you can go catch him in Cooperstown. Is it Roy Holiday? Mike, you've been on a hot streak, but it ends here. You got the last name right because of the hint that we, both August and I, gave you. It's actually Matt Holiday. You were a first name off. The first name, the most important name. And clearly we, mostly August, overestimated your ability to speak on random sports facts. So, fuck you. Nah. Drew, what world-renowned athlete tried his hand on dry land and took part in a stop on the European golf tour where his impressive wingspan helped him clinch the shot of the day with a 50-yard putt, which took a full 17 seconds to drop? I heard a hint regarding land. Michael Phelps is my only answer. Great job nailing it on the only hint that we gave you. That is correct. Next up, this Massachusetts-born hunk is the face of his sport today but also played football in college and was an All-American Division Three center and had a grandparent who played for the Phillies. At the age of 12, he asked for a weightlifting bench for Christmas because he wanted to get stronger in order to defend himself from bullies at school. And bulk up, he certainly did. What the fuck? Let me give you, let me give you a hint. Similar to a podcast, you cannot see him. Oh, it's John Cena. And his name is John Cena! Da, 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 da. Too good of a hint. He's from Massachusetts? Yeah, that was a great hint. Last question, I think, unless you have another one. I do not. Which former Los Angeles Chargers quarterback and coin toss future pro football Hall of Famer was offered a contract as a professional child conceiver after the conception of his ninth child. There are very few people in this world that I know with nine children. 
One of them is Donald Trump, and the other is Philip Rivers. Excellent job. You did it. <laughs> August said we tied somehow. I don't believe him. Drew, what are your thoughts on this beer after I beat you? I think this beer is pretty good. So this is Belgian, which always makes me like it. Um, it is that kind of tripel taste that like that super European. The taste kind of makes me feel like I'm biting into a straight basket of autumn picked beautiful apples and other fruit. A cornucopia, if you will, because it's very fall tasting. Also, it's fucking huge. So if I was going to take any beer that I could fit into a hoodie pocket to a sports game, it would definitely be this one because it's jive fucking enormous. Excellent review, Mike. I, uh, I like this one. I think it's probably my third, maybe second favorite out of the group that we've tried today. Overall, the taste is good. Like you said, this is a big-ass fucking can that it comes in, which is a pro for me. I cannot believe that we have finished this in such a small amount of time. We, we really had to, you know, kind of suck it down on this, like the vacuum from the Teletubbies. And overall, this is, a, this is a good beer. It's not as good as the first one that we had, the, the shotgun one. I guess we'll have to shotgun more beers. So if you guys are in the mood, please fucking mail us some beers that you think would be good to shotgun. Thank you, Nathan. This reminds me of Foster's and how Foster's comes in that fucking oil can of, you know, a beverage container. And this is bigger than that. This is bigger than a, than a can of Foster's and it tastes better. Here comes the beer review. Hello. Hi, can I speak to Champ? Who? Champ. Is Champ there? Who is Champ? That question will be answered this Sunday night. Hey, sir. Taking you please quit calling my house. The Undertaker. Quit calling me. See a punk and even Triple H in the big show in a spit swapping makeout match. WWE Super Listen. Hello. Hello. Can you stop screaming in your little sirens and whatever that is? Can you knock it off for five seconds? Not interested. Stop calling my fucking house. I'm watching you. Excuse me? That's exactly what The Undertaker told John Cena. Welcome to the Mike and Drew Review 5 Beers Review. Hello, it's your host, Mike. How the fuck are we going to drink these beers, Westner? And we drank those fucking beers, Westner. So uh, we, we drank five very, very uh, large cans of very high alcohol per body content beers. Uh, Drew, how was, <clears throat> how was it slamming five different beers? And, and do you prefer slamming one per episode or shape-shifting between beer, violent beer? As a fan of the popular teenage novel series, Animorphs, I have to stick with the morphing option out of, out of these 
two ways that we drink beer on this podcast. I really enjoyed slamming the five different beers in, I don't know if it was a shorter amount of time. I guess, I guess so. I guess it was a short amount of time. We had shorter intervals because usually we drink them beforehand, usually about 30 minutes before we start. And so specifically for the, the size of can that we're dealing with here and the alcohol percentage here, I think overall in the usual amount of time that we take to record, which is, you know, plus or minus 10 and a half hours. I think that we did pretty good drinking five really large sized beers. And one of them, you know, being a Magnum sized beer. What do you think, Mike? What, what was your opinion on drinking all five during the episode instead of a few before? I, I think that I like just having slammed one beer per episode just because I can go through the entire life cycle of the beer. As any good biologist would tell you, an animal is only good for one life cycle. And I want to see that bitch born, mating, and dying, and nothing in between. Uh, I feel like the first beers that I taste, I really enjoyed. And the last beers I've tasted, I've really hated. And my opinion, because of that, is shaped by it. But maybe that's more authentic, because that's what I would go through in a in a bar if I were drinking eight fucking beers. So I don't know. I've kind of, uh, I'm a creature of habit. I, I, do, I fear change. Change scares me and going through all these beers scared me. But if you want to send us as many beers of different flavors, then I will absolutely wreck myself again for you. Please do so at slamdrunkpod at gmail.com. Mike, which beer was your favorite? I'll start with mine very quickly. My favorite was by far the oat beer that we shotgunned in the middle. It was, uh, I mean, delicious. Uh, I don't know if it was just because we drank it so quickly and didn't have time to really have it kind of fuck up our tongues and taste buds. I don't know if that's what happened. I don't know if I really just enjoy shotgunning. I don't know if it was a nostalgia. But the first beer was my favorite, followed closely by the second beer, then followed by the fifth beer and third and fourth were, you know, uh, not my favorite by any stretch. So Mike, what do you think out of these five? Which one was your favorite? I hate to be the one to tell you this, but we shotgun that beer first. It was not in the middle, but it was also my favorite. Um, I understand why you would feel like that because it had the impact that it did, but loops will fucking hell new England loop swoop and pull was definitely my favorite right off the bat. After that, I didn't really like hindsight. Sister Sister was a lot in terms of chocolate. Maybe if I wasn't drinking a whole fucking pint of it, I would have enjoyed it more. But after that, I think I liked Felt and Fancy the most. This blonde beer, it's a fucking brick from Belgium. I appreciate it. Uh, maybe if we let off, if, if it was our starting hitter, I would have enjoyed it the most. But I appreciate it for what it is in terms of alcohol per metric bitch. And also the taste of just hell in my mouth, which is definitely something good for pre-gaming. Drew, if you could take your favorite beer from today and assign it to a professional sports team, what team would it be? If my favorite beer from today, the oat milky cereal milk toast beer that we shotgunned in the beginning was to be a team, uh, I guess it would be the Kansas City Chiefs because it just went by so quickly. You know, maybe you feel like you don't even get the chance to appreciate how good it was. The Chiefs are doing some pretty record-setting stuff. They are a very fast team. But overall, the, I mean, the Chiefs will score on you fast. This beer scored on me fast. You know, out in the throat, that's the way that the Chiefs play. That's Andy Reid's motto. 
and Kansas City Chiefs for me. I can't really explain it any better than that. Mike, if this team was your – or fuck, if your favorite beer from today was a team, what team would it be for you? So I think collectively this beer for me is the Milwaukee Brewers just because I don't know much about them, but it's definitely beer heavy. It's, it's, I know that the Brewers were a playoff team, at least recently, right? August, fact check me, thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I mean, I saw them on a YouTube highlight recently. That's good enough for me. Milwaukee Brewers, they, they are, are beer in their names. So like the Brewers, they may not necessarily win everything overall, but they have MVP, Christian Yelich, and also like that oat-in-your-throat beer that we had. Uh, just fast firepower throwing everything at you like that oat in the throat but again nathan thank you for sending us beer we could not be more thankful it really drove this episode we couldn't have done this episode without you you know if you didn't send us this you know overall delicious beer we probably would have been drinking something similar to bud light so you saved us from that reality we will now go blackout in our respective bedrooms or basements or bathtubs Thank you very much for listening to us get drunk live on air for this episode, episode number seven of Slam Drunk. Hi, Mike. How the fuck are we going to get this drunk? Well, we did. Wesner. I'm Drew Oden the Throat Hernandez. August Dichter is the father figure that we never wanted but still looked up to and also our producer. Sophie Levinson is our sound engineer. Tyler Salami Eglin birthed our episode art through a painful process. I'm sorry. I was trying to meet myself. <laughs> William Jameson Powell is our European sports correspondent. Noah Indian Pale Ale Landstrom is our animal mascot hunting expert. Nathan Kovacs provided the beer for this episode. Thank you once again, Nathan. We can't thank you enough. Find him on Instagram at Dr. Period Shark Hugger. And also buy his book of poetry, Words I've Never Gotten to Say, on Barnes & Noble website. Our intro song samples Dreams by DJ Quads. Check Chill Out Records on YouTube and chilloutmedia.com. Email us at slamdrunkpod at gmail.com. Please don't drink if you are under the age of 21 unless you have a written note from your principal. And as always, wear a mask. You fuck, and and uh, and follow us on Untapped, and I'm gonna untap all the beers we drank right now. Good job. I feel wow. like a kindergartner when you applaud us at the end of this. Yeah, <laughs> that felt pretty dirty. <laughs> it's only because I'm proud of you. Gold star for us. I demand this doesn't make it in, but you know, it's like, you know, when, when you have like one of those really I, I demand that makes it in. <laughs> the imagery was so, so real. Should we rename the podcast 80 pound porn star? <laughs> no.